Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Oh my gosh, welcome back guys to another episode of Launch It Girl. I have such a fun and special guest with me today, Holly Tillman, virtual COO. Hey girl, say hey to my listeners. Hey everyone, thanks for having me, Kenzie. Oh my gosh, Holly, I'm so excited to have you here. So some history here. Holly and I, it feels like we go so far back, only a year-ish now, but I feel like I've known you for decades. Holly and I have such a special relationship. I was like in that season of growing my network and I was like having regular coffee dates and really meeting people in my community. And Holly was like someone I was like, I need to know this chick. And we met just down the road from us now. And we realized like we live literally like right down the street from each other. Our relationship has totally expanded from there. Holly actually hired me for business coach. And then I turned around and hired Holly to help me really grow my business and delegate. But I want you to talk about your story because for you guys as listeners, like what you need to know about Holly is she's built something really, really incredible. She has a very successful VA agency. That's like literally exploding as we speak in a very good way, of course. But I really want to pull some nuggets from there. Cause I think whether you're a service-based entrepreneur, a coach, or a consultant, I think there's a a lot that we could learn from you. So I just want you to share your story and then we'll go from there. Yeah, of course. So my story is super unique in that I did not even know what a virtual assistant was until I started my business. Pretty much. (laughs) I started my business by like just bootstrapping it. I moved to California with my boyfriend at the time and Uh, I couldn't find a job. I had just finished my master's degree and I'm, you know, I feel like I'm pretty sharp. I know what's going on. I just finished my master's in communication and leadership. And I was like, yeah, the world is my oyster. I get to San Diego and three months later, I still couldn't find a job. There was no opportunity for me from what I saw. It was probably a lot of my mindset. I just couldn't find somewhere to work. So I ended up going and getting something with a temp agency For $15 an hour living in San Diego is insane. I can't believe I even survived that. But I had a friend who had a virtual assistant business and I was like, wow, she's working online. Like they're traveling. She's doing good. I can do that. (laughs) So I did. I uh, put up a simple website on Wix. I started marketing myself in Facebook groups and just pulling from things that I knew I could do and things that I thought I could do and just did it. I got my first client within two weeks and within three months, I quit that temp agency job and was out full time on my own adventures. So, so wild. (laughs) So wild. And we have similar stories here in that, like we did the traditional educational system, right? The undergrad and then the graduate degree. And then it's like, okay, six figure salary. Like, where are you? A little did we know that's not actually how it works. So I love that you sort of jumped into this other space and I want to like circle back on some of those things, but I would love for you to tell everybody like where your business is at now and how it's operating and where you guys are serving people. 
Yeah. So now I own a virtual assistant agency. It first started out with just me. I scaled it. Obviously I'm a lot more efficient with the whole team behind me. So that's where I focused. And, um, now I can't remember if it's three and a half or four and a half years. I really don't know how long I've <laughs> been in. I should check that, but I've been doing this full time ever since I, I started pretty much. And now I just last month crossed my first $20,000 month, which is insane and so exciting. And there's more room to grow and more opportunity than ever before. So, so exciting. So good. I love this. I know right before we jumped on this call, Holly's like, guess what? And we're like, literally like air high-fiving. This is, these are like huge milestones, right? And sometimes we set these goals and, and this, Holly, you're so good at this is like, you set the goal and you're not really sure how you're going to get there, but you just build the belief to get there. And you just keep doing what you're really good at. And like, before you know it, you're like, Oh, like I'm hitting 10 K months and Oh, here comes the 20 K month. And like, you just continue to feel that momentum. So, Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. What a fun milestone. Yeah. Let's go back to this idea of like getting your first client in two weeks, because I know there's a lot of people that spend a lot more time than two weeks finding their first client. And I would love for you to share what that looks like and any tips or tricks that you may have for entrepreneurs that are like waiting to really snag up that first client. Yeah. So I think the quote that I always go back to is done is better than perfect. I could have spent the rest of my life working on that same old Wix website, making it perfect, but done was better than perfect. And so I had this website that I was like, you know what, I can basically do these tasks and this is kind of my base rate. And I didn't even know where to start. Like I just had to do some research and dive in. And I think that people are so afraid of doing it wrong that they stall out. And so that's one huge, huge thing in business that I tell everyone now, be like Nike. That's what they say. Like, just do it, go in and just like dive in, no matter if it's perfect or not, like you're always going to perfect the process. And quite frankly, no matter how hard you try to make it perfect the first time, it's not going to be. So there's always room for growth. Don't focus too much on perfection. Oh yeah. That's so good. And we know we have a lot of perfectionists in the audience. So that's super great. The other thing I want to talk to you about, and I know this is something that you teach your VAs, but when we talk about niching down and I imagine that your business obviously looks so different today than it did in that first month, even year. And when we get this idea of niching down, people are so focused or so afraid of picking the wrong niche. Did you have that experience as well? And has your niche evolved as your business has grown? A hundred percent. I was terrified of being like, oh, I only want to do go down this road, like this specific road. <laughs> I was so scared of choosing a path because I didn't want to choose the wrong one. And I'm a firm believer now. I tell literally every person that I talk to every discovery call, I'm like, I'm a firm believer in staying in your zone of genius. My zone of genius is managing projects, managing teams, marketing strategy, and all those things, the operations side of things now. And like, I couldn't, I can't say that when I first started, this was my zone of genius at all, but it's evolved into this. And so I hire people within my agency for each of their different zones of genius. So like I have a graphics person and I have somebody who does social and the tech side of things and the email and like all the different things. So everybody can stay in their zone of genius because that's where we all thrive. 
So good. And sometimes that zone of genius, like a lot of people are like, I don't know my zone of genius. It requires that action to like trial and error. And more often than not, we'll find out like what isn't our zone of genius before we find out what is, but we have to be willing to like go through that process of trying things. Right. And that requires the action, which I love what you said, like done is better than never done at all. So really focusing on eliminating the perfection and just starting now. Just do it now. I love it. So good. Okay. Let's transition a little bit here. And this is where I really think my listeners can really glean some great things from you because Holly acts as my integrator. So she partners with me to really help me scale and from the operational side. And then I leverage her team to do all the nitty gritty stuff, which is so great. I have always had a VA even when I wasn't making hardly any money. And I will encourage my clients as you see Holly, like, so Holly serves my MBA community as well. And this is something that we're really trying to extract of like, you need to stay in that zone of genius, delegate anything that you can. But we have the fear of, I think it's the idea of like letting go of the money. And also I'm not ready yet. So I would love for you to really share your experience in working with your clientele. Like when is a good time to hire a VA? A good time to hire a VA is anytime you feel like you're doing something that you don't enjoy or you're not great at. So I think the epiphany came for me in my business when I was trying to do social media, social media posts and strategies and things like that. And like, I get the strategy side of it. I just, quite frankly, I just don't like doing social media. I don't like creating the graphics. I don't like really writing the copy. I don't like doing those things. So I had this light bulb come on and I was like, somebody can do my social media for me and I can find somebody in my price range, no matter if that's $10 an hour or $50 an hour doesn't matter. Like there's different levels of experience. There's different levels of virtual assistants. And so don't be afraid of the cost of what it might cost you, because there's always somebody that you can find like probably within your price range, no matter where they are. So I leverage some overseas VAs. I have many uh, VAs here in the U S so it just depends, but I would say start (laughs) before you think you're ready. Start delegating and start outsourcing before you think you're ready. And one really great way of preparing yourself to outsource and to delegate tasks is film your screen, create the SOPs in advance, like do like when you're doing the things, write notes down, make a checklist, whatever that looks like, use loom and just record your screen and talk over it. Like, here's what I'm doing here. And then have a VA come in and create those SOPs. So they're ready for when it is time to delegate. Okay. I love that. And this is something that you really helped me with as well. Talk about for people that don't know yet, like what is an SOP and give a very specific example of like what that would look like to record something or record you doing something. SOP is a standard operating procedure. It's just like a list of exactly what you want done, how you want it done. And then somebody can duplicate the process. One specific example that I actually did yesterday is we're in um, transition to, we're moving to active campaign for you, Kenzie. So if you're doing things more than once, it's time to create an SOP for it. (laughs) So yesterday I'm working with one of the VAs on my team and we're doing reminders for your MBA program. So call reminders and all that stuff. So we're in transition to active campaign. So what I did is I created a process. I went through the process myself. I used Loom recorded and I said, okay, so I set this email up as a template. So you go in and copy here. Here's the button. This is what I want you to look for. You've got to change the dates here, change the title or the the subject line by going to this. And then if you have any questions, let me know. 
wrapped up the video, included that Loom link in the task, and it was super simple. And now she has everything she needs. And if she has questions, she can always ask. So good. So I love what you said that like anything that you are doing more than once is something that you could either create a standard operating procedure over. So maybe that's a good transitioning point to what kinds of things could you outsource right away, even if you're just getting started as an entrepreneur? Anything. (laughs) You can literally delegate anything depending on, you know, the type of business you're in or whatever. So like I said, I didn't like social media, so I didn't want to do that. That was one of the first things that I outsourced from there. You can do graphic design. You can do social media, email marketing. We build funnels, anything you could possibly think of that you're not great at you can outsource. You can find someone to do it for you. The only thing I would say is your zone of genius can see for you. It's the coaching aspect. It's the teaching. Like that's where you have to stay and everything else to get that done, including marketing strategy. All of that can be outsourced or delegated in some way. Yeah. So good. And I really believe like I was able to transition out of corporate sooner rather than later, because I realized I only had a certain amount of time And, you know, if you think about even just a couple hours a night to work my business, because I was working full time, I needed to delegate everything that I just couldn't get to and stay in my zone of genius. And and when we stay in our zone of genius, we actually increase the ROI, right? Like if we think about what we're pouring into our business and we're really only focusing on the things that we're good at, everything expands within that zone of genius. But if we're like constantly fumbling around with crap that like either we hate or we're not good at, it pulls our energy down. So then we're not able to do the things that we're really good at. And that's when we see the biggest return in our businesses is when we're really just staying in the things that we're really good at. Look at all the things that are in front of you. Where are you spending a lot of your time that you shouldn't be? And know that there are options when we think about hourly options, you know, 10 to to 50, like whatever that looks like for you, there are options. You just have to go explore them. I think that would lead me to my next question, Holly. Like if somebody were like, okay, like I, I get it, Kinsey, Holly, like I need a VA, where do they go to look for one? That's a good question. I find a lot of people on Facebook groups and different ways like that. There's obviously the sites that you can go to like Upwork and you can go to Fiverr and those places and they're not bad, but the oversight isn't, isn't there always. I like to create a personal relationship with the virtual assistants that I work with. And so I want them to be on my team directly instead of having that third party in between. So I found most of my virtual assistants either by word of mouth asking around or through the virtual assistant savvy Facebook group, they have, you know, different hiring threads and things like that, as do other, many other groups too. So that's super helpful. I think we can sometimes get overwhelmed with like, Oh, it's just another task. I have to find somebody. And then I see a lot of people in the fear of what if it doesn't work? And it's like, you can't be making decisions out of what ifs you really have to look at the opportunity you have to grow your business outside of yourself. That's one of the biggest things that holds everybody back, quite frankly, is living out of fear. Oh, totally. I love that you said that. One of the things that you said that I wanted to also unpack was, I think one of the other things that entrepreneurs struggle with is this idea of delegating. 
they won't be as good as I am in doing this thing, or I have, I need control. What do you have to say about that? And has that been your experience with people that you've worked with? Yeah. So many people are, so many people are like, okay, oh my God, I'm so scared to give any part of my business away, but you really have to build that mutual trust with your virtual assistant. When you bring somebody into your business, you want them to have this a similar passion. This is not going to be the same passion ever. It's never going to be, but a similar passion that you have for the business and growth and making sure that it succeeds and all of those things. So you want to create that relationship. I'm all about like creating relationships with my VAs because they're helping me build my business. So I nurture, we, we send out gifts and we do fun things. We have weekly team meetings and we just do team building exercises and things like that, even though we're spread out across the world. Mm -hmm. So just build those relationships and don't, again, just don't let the fear hold you back. I think that that's, that's one important thing that I want everybody to know is that just because you hire one VA that doesn't align with you doesn't mean all VAs in the future are going to be like that. So don't lose faith. Don't lose trust that there is somebody out there who can help you. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. And like, even speaking from experience, like I have been through a a few, a handful of VAs and I don't regret any of that because it allowed me to scale right in the partnership that I was in at that time. It allowed me to scale to the point where I needed to and eliminated this idea that I need to work 60 to 70 hours a week. Like that's why I left corporate. Like I didn't want my business to own me, but like the finding the right partnership, that's a journey and that's a process. So don't feel like you know, this decision is a do or die. This is a decision to get you to that next step. And that's the point where you get to reassess or reevaluate and you get to take those lessons learned and carry them forward. And I'm a firm believer that everything kind of happens for a reason. So you chose that VA at that time of your business and that time of your life for a reason. And that's just a stepping stone to get you to the next point in your business. So don't ever think that it's a horrible thing. Like just life is over, whatever it is. There's always opportunity for growth in those lessons that are learned. So good. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could jam out on that for a a long time that hopefully resonates with you guys, because I do think this is truly like for any of you that are sitting in sort of a plateau in your business and you're not delegating, this is your calling. Like we are calling you to step into the next phase. And this means getting people underneath you to really carry out your brand, carry out your message and allow you to stay in your zone of genius. So, oh my gosh, so good. Holly, tell us where people can find you. I know you also serve people all over the world. Um, So if they were interested in hiring you and your team, what does that look like? Give us all the deets. Yeah. So anybody can reach out to me. My email is holly at hollyandco.org, O-R-G. And so email me, I do delegation strategy sessions and all the things like that. I nerd out on it. (laughs) You can find me on any social platform at Holly and co agency. And yeah, I'm on Facebook. Holly Tillman is my name and feel free to add me and we can network and you can ask questions and all the things. I just want to be a resource and I want people to know that it's not a painful process to hire, to delegate, to outsource and to get a team. So good. Oh my gosh. I am so thankful for you, Holly. And like, I love just how you've challenged me in the last couple months and have really like pushed me in thinking about my business differently and have supported me in such a new way. And also like supporting my community and uh, it's just been such a game changer. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Bye. 
If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.